Hey everyone, welcome back to Disabled Black Chick. I am Sierra Gervier, the host of this podcast where we talk about all things mental health, travel, being black, and navigating all things around the world as a black person and a black individual. Today, I want to talk about self-care. Being that I am a clinical mental health therapist, um, just here to give my opinion, advice, input on things, Um, definitely not making concrete suggestions, just putting that out there, Um, but things that I do... um, Uh, as a trained clinical mental health therapist when it comes to self-care. Now, being that we are in the middle of fall and we're entering slowly entering in um, the winter season, around this time, around the end of October, November, um, and especially in December, uh, that's when statistically shown that's when the height of depression and anxiety is on the rise and the reason being for this is because for plenty of reasons but um for one in my personal opinion the first one is because we are now in this hibernation mode right we have traveled through the summer we're back at work. We are back at school studying. It's getting cold out and most likely you're spending most of your time indoors. Indoors at your home, your friend's home, um, bars, restaurants, whatever. You're spending a lot of time indoors, mainly at home, in your own home. And with that, depression can slowly creep in. Um, especially when we don't have any stimulants. If we're not feeling motivated to do things outside of work. Um, And that's not to say that, um, you know, after we spend a long days at work um, to not come home and to rest your feet and to do literally nothing, that in itself could be self-care but what happens when the weekends begins to roll um to roll in um what's the motivating factor to get you out of bed um now that saturday is here is it the gym um working out first thing in the morning is it meeting with friends for self-care saturday (laughs) um however you want to package that for coffee in the morning or brunch Um, How are you fueling yourself to feel motivated to do other things outside of work and outside of the daily routine to keep your mental health, excuse me, at at a healthy equilibrium? Um, And so... For me, that's that's number one. We're we're home more. We're home often um, because of the because of the the change of the weather. It's cold. No one wants to be out in the cold, and also the days are shorter. Summer days, um, well, here in Spain, summer days are extremely long. Um, summer days 
could the sun rises i believe at maybe 6 6:15 in the morning i believe and sets at 10 o'clock at night so we have basically the full day of sun and being out and being in bars and terraces and enjoying conversations with friends and staying out late um that is spanish culture and of course in the states and in plenty of places around the world it's a similar scenario where the days are longer that's how it is in summer and then of course when the fall and winter rolls around the days are noticeably shorter and that's okay too but it's about taking advantage of the time that you do have if it's taking advantage of the sun or planning you know weekly um cocktail hour or happy hour with your girlfriends or your guy friends um you know these things are important so for me um number one is the fact that um we have we're spending a lot of time indoors and number two would be the holidays when the holidays begin to approach um and depending on the family dynamic friendship dynamic depression can sink in and it can sink in pretty pretty quickly um some people are okay being alone when it comes to the holidays and you know some people um don't know what to do with themselves because maybe they lost their parents, maybe they lost their mom, the pillar of their their family, their lives. Maybe they lost their uncle or aunt who was that person to them who you know made the holidays come alive for them um every year. Um maybe you know, it's it's a, a breakup in, in a relationship where, you know, the other side um, developed a close bond with their partner, their ex-partner's parents or family, and that's no longer a thing anymore. It could be a lot of contributing factors um, about familial relationships that are now broken or um, estranged or different than how it traditionally was in the beginning. And being that we are in the midst of COVID, I mean, thank God the numbers are stabilizing or they're very stable now, but I've heard of people that know other people that have lost you know a handful of of family and friends because of covid and losing those family members of course their lives are going to be different and it's going to feel different and look different and um experiences is going to feel different as well and for this this is why i do believe in connecting and continuously to connect with people um it's important it's important to socialize we are human beings it's we have this desire and need um 
to socialize with other people, to have human interactions and human contact. It's imperative. And, you know, if you don't believe me, look at what happened with COVID. And there were some people that committed suicide. And I did a podcast um, episode on that, on people committing suicide because of depression. Their depression was at an all-time high and anxiety as well and other undiagnosed mental health conditions that most likely was dormant and, you know, manifested itself while in quarantine. Um, And so, you know, this is, again, I want to reiterate how important it is to have these connections, even if it is small, making small connections, even if you are the most extreme of extreme introverts, introvert to take Make your, take yourself in an uncomfortable situation until you feel comfortable within those situation and within those situations. Yes, if you are an extreme inter- introvert, maybe stepping out and meeting new people um once a month or once every two months just to have that human to human contact it is so imperative because who knows if you don't have family to have thanksgiving dinner with which i don't celebrate um side note but if you do that's your thing okay christmas dinner or birthdays or baby showers or um whatever whatever holiday or situation that you want to celebrate it's made through those new connections um if that's not a connection that you haven't solidified um with your family or or current um friendship situation and just no side note i am a huge introvert introverted extrovert i can be the life of the party. I can expel so much energy in a room. I can be a chatty catty. I can just spark up a conversation with literally anyone, um, especially me just naturally being this way as an American. Um, And that's one thing, side note, that I noticed is that just from traveling, I've realized how much Americans truly, truly, truly engage and enjoy small talk. In Spain, it's not really a thing. (laughs) Um, In Europe, and especially Southern Europe, it's not really a thing to engage in small talk. Um, It's not frowned upon, but it's just not a thing. And I guess I didn't realize this um, until... I went home for Christmas and I was actually in New York <clears throat> and I was in line at an Old Navy buying a coat and this woman complimented the coat that I was purchasing. I was in line and you know she was in front of me and she just complimented my coat. And, you know, I just said, you know, thank you. You know, sweet. That's very sweet of you. And then she started talking about her son and how he works at Old Navy and how he gives her discounts. And then, we, you know, the the 
conversation went off tangent and snowballed into something bigger than you know she ended up giving me tips on places to go nearby to, because I was looking for something specific to buy and you know it it led to that that type of conversation um but anyway being that I am an introverted extrovert I like I need I need human interaction. I love I love to be out. I love to meet new people. I am a social butterfly. I love to meet new people. However, <laughs> however, I thoroughly and authentically enjoy my space. Um I have an apartment with an incredible view of the city that I live in and I am forever grateful for that and me literally sitting at my window enjoying my morning coffee and watching my neighbors walk their dog their dogs that fuels me just being in my own little nook and space and being alone and in solitude feels comforting however um being that I am an introverted extrovert I still need to go out I can literally spend maybe three or four days at maximum alone but eventually I can begin to feel sadness and a little bit of depression creeping in um when I don't interact with other people it could literally be me having going out for coffee for maybe an hour with a group of friends and then coming home I'm good for the next you know three days (laughs) that's just how I am um and so so yeah um and so this brings me to the whole point of self-care Um, I think self-care is important and this is part of my self-care is to have um, that that those type of uh, human interactions that I was just talking about um, how imperative it is for me and this is me speaking to myself and if it's something that resonates with you then of course I would encourage it Um, so self-care is just what it is it's self-explanatory it's in it's in the word it's defined as the process of someone taking of one taking care of oneself um with behaviors that promotes like health and active management of illness um when it occurs so typically so how i would promote self-care to anyone is consistency Self-care is something that is done if you have it in your schedule, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Every Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you go to the gym. Every Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you attend a cooking class, a ceramic class. You paint. You do nothing. Um, If that's part of what self-care looks like to you, if that's something that fuels you so that you're at an equilibrium um, when it comes to mental health, when it comes to um, feeling safe, secure, happy. And it doesn't mean that you are on this euphoric high. It just means being at the baseline, meaning you're not below or above, you're just there. And 
Some people let self-care fall to the floor until they're at they're they're below the equilibrium um level and then that's when they realize I need to take care of myself. What can I do right now to contribute to my happiness, to make me feel good about me? Is it me meeting with my friends for a glass of wine or a beer? Or is it me getting my nails done, being completely alone, you know, um, taking a cup of coffee to a park and watching people watching or watching the birds or the animals, whatever that looks like to you, um, you know, that's when some people begin to pick up self-care when they notice that they are on a decline when it comes to their mental health. Um, And so what I would like to encourage people to do is to have a consistent um, routine when it comes to self-care. Keep it simple if it's cooking um, with your husband or your wife or your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever, your cousin, um, if that's something that you do once a week, keep that consistency there because it's going to eventually keep you at that equilibrium state. So what are some examples of self-care? So I want to go first. <laughs> um, so for me, self-care is reading. I am enjoying reading so much. Um, it's a new thing for me. Um, I, in my adulthood, I guess I never really enjoyed reading until I read the book, The Alchemist. If you haven't read The Alchemist, I beg you to download it on your ebooks or your kindle or wherever you can get it order it from amazon it is such an incredible read such an incredible book i it's it was just so visual that that book um and extremely incredible that i I can't even recommend it like even more like i get it (laughs) it's such a good read um, right now, I'm reading a book called Motivational Interviewing, and it's about, it's a therapy, it's for therapy, um, it's for therapists, for life coaches, um, um, for mental health professionals, um, and it's it's an interesting read on how to approach clients and, and things of that like, nature, so um, not anything really as far as like entertainment, (laughs) but it is definitely going to help me in the near future professionally. Um, So I like to read. I like to journal. That's a new thing that I've discovered for myself. Um, I'm not really much of a writer, but I do now enjoy journaling um, in the mornings, especially on the weekends. I like to... to be consistent with waking up pretty early in the morning to see the sunrise and um, the way the sun shines in my window, in my living room, it's it's absolutely incredible. And I just like to light an incense and set the mood and I play soft jazz music and I journal 
and I write my feelings. I write about my accomplishments. I write about manifesting things that I want and not to go off tangent because I know I can do that a lot. Um, Manifestation for me is not about me. Manifesting things to happen for me in turn, yes, it's beneficial for me, but in turn, it helps other people. But yes, manifestation is something very powerful um, to do, to practice, to use. Yes, very good. <laughs> um, so yes, I like to journal. I like to read. I like to socialize. I love to socialize. And that is something that I wasn't able to do for most of my adult life is to be consistent in with socializing with people and developing um, a friendship group that is like family. And I can confidently say that I have that here in Spain, especially being far away from my family. And just so that you know, I am very close with my family, with my brother, my sister, um, my my mom, very, very close with them um, and my cousins as well. So being away and, you know, not being able to be home for birthdays and Christmas and, you know, um, Thanksgiving holiday, even though I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving or Christmas, but to be in the same atmosphere uh, as my family and to be in those familial settings. Yes, I miss that. I miss that. And so when I'm not able to do that, being that I am far away, I have friends that um, are incredible and are authentic. And we've expressed this in our group messages, how we just feel like we're family and how we connect. We're actually just, we're actually going to meet this weekend for um, a Halloween party, um, at my place. And, you know, it's, it's just refreshing to, to be able to have this, something like this, something completely unexpected, but something like this. Anyway, this is what I'm saying. I go off tangent. I talk too much. So what this, what is self-care for me? Self-care is reading it's journaling and writing. It is socializing. It's getting exercise. Exercise creates the happy hormones. Everyone knows the dopamine, like all of the happy hormones in your body is activated when you are working out. Um, so working out consistently, eating healthy for me, cooking. I love, I've fallen in love with cooking um, I didn't enjoy cooking in the past because I did feel like it was forced upon me. But now that it is a thing that I do because I want to do it and because I know that in turn, this is food and nourishment that is going to help heal my body, that feels great (laughs) while I'm in the process of doing it, while I'm in the process of creating my dishes and whatever it is, the meals that I'm cooking, and to be able to share my meals with other people 
and having them enjoy it and see something different and taste something different because um, I do have Spanish friends and a lot of them are like, what, you're vegetarian, you're pescatarian, like this is, what? Um, if you live in a bigger city like Madrid and in Barcelona, it's more prevalent there to see like vegan and vegetarian shops. But being in the town that I live in, um, yeah, they're there because of the tourists. But for the most part, you get your authentic original Spanish restaurants, which is jamon, 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 <laughs> ham, ham, ham. That's all you, you see ham everywhere. Ham is everywhere. And even prior to being a pescatarian and vegetarian, I never ate ham. So um, definitely not a thing for me. So, so yes, um, also learning new languages is part of self-care for me. If it means improving on my Spanish, um, great. Um, I have decided to pick up Portuguese and French, um, more so Portuguese, uh, because I love, love, love the Portuguese language so beautiful and um I decided to like dibble dabble in French a little bit so I'm trying to pick up a second and third language I eventually would like to learn Korean um there's something about Korea I don't know what it is never been but definitely would love to, uh, to learn Korean um maybe sometime in the near future but those are some examples of self-care that I like to incorporate in my life to keep me at a healthy baseline where I am not I don't feel like I'm falling or you know I'm I'm on the up and up when it comes to thriving and feeling good about myself so those are the things that I do um your self-care could look a lot different your self-care could be something physical like um, stretching, walking, exercise, yoga, nutrition, the things that I've mentioned. It could be emotional, stress management, coping skills, um, therapy, journaling. Um, you know, I have a little bit of that as well. It could be from the social pot, which is, you know, setting boundaries, healthy boundaries with people and feeling confident in those boundaries, which is important. Um, creating in social media or just being active on social media, communication, friends, um, having a healthy support system. It could be something spiritual, spending time alone. And that's another thing that I've mentioned. Self-care, depending on your personality and depending on what you're looking for, some people don't like to spend too much time alone, which is me. Um, but at the same time, that is part of my self-care when I'm spending a lot of time socializing. Self-care to me is literally being alone and spending some quality um, alone time with myself, Netflix, um, a glass of wine, um, journaling, whatever. Um, it could be meditation. Meditation is huge now. A lot of people are getting into it, um, you know, connecting with their higher power Prayer, going out in nature um, or a sacred space. It could be personal if you have like hobbies, um, touching, getting in touch with your create 
creative side. Maybe like I mentioned about um the uh what is it called? I can only think of it in Spanish. But pottery classes, um painting, uh setting goals for yourself, uh being your showing your authenticity, your authentic you to people. Maybe that's a a um consistent practice that some people would like to play around with and that is a personal type of self-care your space um having a clean environment some people love to clean um stability um just taking care of your keeping your your personal space healthy and manageable finance money management paying for bills saving money work time management which is huge. Um, knowing when to check out at work. When you leave the office, that's it. That's it. Close the door. It's time. It's you time. It's time for you um, to pour into yourself. Um, taking breaks. Taking breaks, knowing when to stop, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're you know, working for yourself um, or if you're doing freelance work. Uh, know when to take a break know when to say to press the pause button um these are some important things so these are some types of self-care um another self-care and the last self-care and i'm gonna end this podcast soon um it is our positive affirmations i think this is so important i didn't get into positive affirmations until i think it was about um a year and a half ago two years ago actually I found a podcast called Positive Dragon and this girl, she gets right into it and she talks about, she gets into the positive affirmations and, you know, some may resonate with you, some probably don't, but, you know, it's all about trying and like hearing new affirmations that fits well with you. And before we go, just speaking of uh, positive affirmations, I just recently purchased a deck of 64 affirmation cards by Louise Hay. It's called How to Love Yourself Cards. And she has, I think, six other um, versions on these positive affirmations. Some are professional, some are spiritual. Um, So check her out, Louise Hay. Not sponsored, but I think these cards are incredible. And so I have 64 cards. I'm literally just going to choose one and read it. So this card, there's it's two-faced. Um, one is just like the overview and the other side is like the in-depth um, explanation. So the, the overview says, I trust myself in the process of life. And then the back says, the moment I am willing to change it is amazing how the universe brings me what I need. Yes. <laughs> I've never read this card before, but it definitely resonates with me. Um, you know, sometimes life requires a leap of faith. It requires for you to change, to make these different difficult changes in your life. And we as humans, we like to stay in what is known and what is comfortable and having that type of consistency because we know what the outcome is and the outcome feels safe. Um, But 
sometimes you just have to to take a detour and or not even a detour to completely reroute and to to make these these crucial changes in your life in order for the universe god your higher power spirit whoever whatever it is that you call this energy um to give you what you need because making that one change could bring you a step closer to what the universe has been trying to give you sometimes we remain on the same path and have the same and expect and expect these big profound outcomes to come from this manifesting all of these big things but staying on this same consistent path because it is what's comfortable but that moment that you decide to reroute and to make to go a different route that is when the universe is like oh okay now you're actually getting closer to me the destination and so um I don't know, maybe I'll read another one. Let's read another one. Okay, this one says, I support myself in making the right choices for me. That's the front. The back says, I am incredibly capable. Whenever I encounter a challenge in my life, I use the experience to learn and grow. Oh my God, I want to go back to the front where it says, I support myself in making the right choices for me. Um, I just want to share something really quick that a dream that I had, a dream slash experience that I had. And in this dream, we'll call it a dream that I had, I had a higher power, subconscious, whatever you want to call it in my dream that is speaking to me. And there's two. There's a man and a woman. Um, The man is teaching me about the true meaning of life and the woman is the nurturer she's very nurturing in in this dream and the man is teaching me about the realities of life and this card just reminds me of it when it talks about i support myself in making the right choices for me because in the dream, the guy was explaining to me how there's how we define consequences in a with a negative notation and how we consistently negate the word consequence and with that, he was telling me that Life is about choices and there's no such thing as a wrong choice. You never make the incorrect an incorrect choice in your life. You make a choice and you reap the consequence that you are given from making those choices. And what he clarified was that the consequence is not anything bad. It's literally a cause and effect type of thing. You make the choice, um, the cause, and you get reap the benefits, the effect that comes from making the choice. And um, and and in this dream, he was just telling me that 
It doesn't matter if you go left or right. Just know that you have made this decision and this decision is the correct decision and to be confident in that decision and to accept what comes from making those type that type of decision and to not worry about the other decision that you could have made because the decision that you made is the correct decision and to never worry about anything worry does not change the outcome ever Worrying about anything will never change the outcome. The only thing that it changes is your well-being, your mental health, stress, anxiety, depression. Why worry about everything when it doesn't make it doesn't put a dent in what is to come? What is to come will come and you just have to deal with it. Anyway, thank you everyone so much for listening. Um, I have seen the demographics on my on this channel and it shocks me <laughs> to see how many people are listening to my podcast, even though I am nowhere near perfect. This podcast is everywhere. Um, I'm not even consistent. I am going through life just as many of you are as well. Um, but I can say that I am in a great place. I am happy. Um, I'm excited about life. I'm just, just happy that you are here to share this space with me. And until next time, be safe, enjoy life, practice self-care, and we'll connect soon.